Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania, diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more. This podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the first Lift It Listens episode of 2024. Hello, we're on episode 94. Happy New Year, everyone. If you don't follow me on any other platforms, you guys are probably like, live, like, what the heck? Where'd you go? You dropped off the face of the earth. Well, in my defense, I was updating my other platform. So if you don't follow me on other platforms, it's really important to, especially if you're wanting more kind of more immediate updates and kind of my whereabouts, any schedule shifts, etc. Because I did post on there that I did make the decision to switch up my posting schedule. So I was uploading every Monday for the podcast for the past couple of years now. And even like my YouTube uploading schedule was the same. And I decided that I felt like I really needed to switch up. I felt pretty stagnant the past year or so. And not the whole year, but I guess I just been like the past few months and I just felt like, you know what, I need to change. I need to shift. So I decided to switch up my posting schedule. And so now the podcasts are going to be live on Wednesdays. And then I'm posting on YouTube every Monday and Thursday. And I don't know, it just felt right. We'll see if I want to shift it again. Like we'll see if it actually works with my lifestyle and whatnot. But I think this just makes better sense um, just posting wise, but also for me in the sense of refreshing. So that's the new update. Um, Podcast episodes are going to be going live every Wednesday. And you also may have noticed that the cover art is different. I'm so stoked about this because you guys, the previous cover art, that photo of me, like in the little corner, that was literally from 2020. Like not to expose myself but to expose myself like going now this year that photo was like coming on four years old which is insane so I safe to say I needed an update and I didn't want it to be like completely brand new I still liked the tone of my cover art and I feel like what I've done now is kind of the perfect update the perfect evolution of kind of how the podcast has shifted you know so I think it's I really like it I think it's cute I don't think it's perfect but I think it's cute and I think it really encompasses like the perfect evolution of the branding of this podcast and the message of it and like the biggest thing that I feel like really shift if you guys remember on the last cover art I had a little dumbbell over the fit in live fit and it's kind of pretty obvious that this podcast really doesn't have a lot to do with fitness it's more about like mental health so I decided to get rid of that. I obviously changed the photo, changed the positioning of everything, and I feel like it turned out really cute and I liked it. So that was honestly a goal for me to get done in this new year. And that is a reason why I postponed this podcast episode like a week later in 2024, because I really just wanted the fresh slate of the new cover art. So that's exciting. And I'm also really wanting to update more of this viewing experience as well. If you're someone who is listening on YouTube or excuse me, watching on YouTube, I definitely want to try to update my camera setup for this. I also want to try to update. There's just kind of like more behind the scenes equipment that I can get to elevate the quality. And that would be another great thing that I would like to, um, you know, work towards as this year goes on. I guess I'm just spitting out my podcast goals and it makes sense to, to share you guys another share it with you guys, excuse me. But another goal that I have is to have on more podcast podcast guests. Why can't I speak today? Jeez. I want to have some more podcast guests on um, this year and not just my family. Like I want to do more remote interviews. Um, It's something that seems scary to me. Like it seems more 
on the spot, if you will, like, cause when I'm recording in my room, like I can edit what I need to edit. And I still can do that when I'm interviewing someone, but there's obviously just more of a, seems to be more of a pressure to me to have it be more fluid. But then I've been telling myself to get out of my head, like just act like you would normally when you're having a normal conversation, like it's normal to stutter in a normal conversation. It's normal to lose your train of thought. So I've been trying not to think too much about it and trying to think of how great these conversations can be and just how cool it would be to connect with really other great minds, you know, that are in the space. So um, today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about my 2024 ins and outs. You guys know I'm big on my goal setting. I posted a YouTube video about that in early December of like my goals for 2024, which this year I feel like I made more action based goals, which I'm really stoked about. It honestly wasn't even intentional, but I feel like more of my focus this year is things that I'm creating, like more of my inputs for the year rather than goals for my outcomes, if that makes sense. Because kind of at the end of the day, the outcomes are a little bit out of your control. Like the best thing that you can do is focus on doing the best work that you can and making the best, most aligned moves with your goals that you're wanting to come into fruition. So I feel like my goals were a lot um, that had to do with like input oriented or what I'm doing in my process, which I feel good about. But then I also am loving this 2024 in and out trend on social media because I feel like it's shifting it more towards what is your overall intention for 2024, which I do feel like is different than goal setting. I feel like intentions aren't always measurable, but they're just kind of ways that you want to show up is the best way that I can describe it. So I want to get into that. I'm not going to share every single one that I have, but I want to touch on some of the main ones that are really big for me this year. But before we get into that, I also wanted to touch on kind of a little bit of my 2023 reflection because I feel like we didn't really do that on the pod totally. And I feel like I had a decent revelation when I was journaling, you know, when this new year really started, it's now January 9th when I'm recording this. So I've had a, you know, week, week and a half since the new year. But when I was journaling and reflecting on 2023, I was taking time to really soak in what I've accomplished and the experiences I had. Really, it came from me making my 2023 recap video for Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if you showed me this three, four years ago, I'd be like, dude, she's like living my dream. That's exactly how I'd want to be living life, which of course those videos don't show all the mundane nitty gritty, but like it showed like obviously the highlights of my year and it's highlights that I love and like highlights that I feel so blessed to have experienced. And so I was looking at that video and I was like, oh my gosh, like this. I really had so many amazing experiences this past year. I traveled so much this past year, which I love. Like I always feel so humbled and grateful beyond words when I travel. Like I feel so expansive. I don't know how to describe it other than I feel so humbled in the sense of like, it feels like such a privilege to be able to see more of the world in the cultures. And I love nothing more than that. But then it made me think, cause you know, in 2023, especially the past one, you know, the last quarter or like even two quarters of the year, I felt so mentally, I want to say unstable in the sense of I had good days and then bad days. Like I just, sometimes I was feeling really good, feeling really hopeful, having a lot of belief. And then there would be other times where I'm like, I'm so far away from my dream life. Like nothing's working. I'm failing, etc. And it blinded me from seeing the great things that really did happen in 2023 for me. And it just spoke volumes to the fact of like mindset really is everything. Like if you're not feeling happy, fulfilled or aligned 
internally, it really doesn't matter what your external experience is because your perception is always going to be filtered and clouded by your internal experience. And the flip side of that also is like, I feel like mindset can also be the very thing to keep you from recognizing and keep you blinded from the blessings that are right in front of you. And so I guess my, I have two points with that. It's like one, taking care of your internal health and your mindset is so important because it really doesn't matter what you're experiencing in your external world. If your internal world is in shambles, like that's what you're going to be experiencing because that's where your perception is always being filtered from. But then on the flip side of it, it's also my other point with it is kind of also like, dude, get out of your head. Like you are living in so many blessings and you're missing them because you're like in a poo poo dwelling mental state, you know? So I don't know. I just, I wanted to share that realization just because I feel like, um, it really can change the way that you're viewing your life, you know? And I think so much of our self-happiness and enjoyment really does come from how we're taking care of our mental space. So I just wanted to push that to you guys as a reminder because I feel like I blinded myself. I feel like I almost shot myself in the foot at the end of last year because I was so stuck in my own headspace and constantly thinking. I just was focusing on what was going wrong in my life, to be honest. And I feel like if I had focused more on the positives and the good that were in my life I could have had a better experience. And I don't mean that in the sense of regret. I mean that in the sense of just learning from that experience and how I want to shift going forward into 2024. So now that that little rant's over, let's go into my outs for 2024. A lot of these have to do with mindset because like I'm saying, my mindset was so freaking shitty at the end of 2023 for whatever reason. And also thing I want to say is I feel like I was getting lost. Like I was overthinking because I was like, why am I feeling so shitty? Why am I feeling so shitty? And then me trying to figure out that answer is what made me feel even more lost and stuck because I couldn't figure out the answer when instead I should just be focusing on trying to come back to myself and focusing on improving my mindset, not trying to figure out why it's in a bad mindset, you know, like, cause I think that just made me say stuck to be honest. So some of my outs for 2024. First thing is thinking other success takes away from your own. I'm really hoping this episode is just going to help us all get into like better mental alignment for 2024 and like give us all a fresh headspace going into this new year of how we want to approach it mentally. That's like my intention with this episode. So first out is thinking other success takes away from your own. We're cutting the cord. It's got to go. Getting jealous of other people, of other people's success or feeling like since they had the success, that means that you can't have it because they took, you know, more of what was in the pot. It's such a scarcity mindset and it really is so, it's so self-deprecative. I don't know if that's a word. I mean the opposite of like, it's not self-serving. Like it does nothing but keep you in a lack mentality and it makes you feel like success is a limited asset. It's a limited resource where there's not enough to go around for everyone. And who wants to be in that lack mindset? It's just, it's not the case. Success is inevitable for everyone. Success is abundant for everyone. There's enough success to go around and having that mindset helps you A, remain hopeful. It also helps you stay in good energy. Like, 
jealousy is such a low vibrational state to be in. And I'm a big believer that what you put into the universe is what you get out. So if you're spiteful, if you're resentful, if you're jealous of other people, like you're just going to be staying in that low vibration. Whereas if you're happy for other people, you're celebrating their wins. Like that energy is going to come back to you. You're going to have wins to celebrate. So that's a huge one. Thinking other success takes away from your own. We're getting rid of that. It's such a lack scarcity mentality that is not serving us. And we just don't have the space for it in 2024. Next one is competing with others. That also is so out. Again, it's also kind of that scarcity mindset of like, we can't both win because there's not enough winning for everyone to go around, you know? So getting rid of that competing with others is huge. I feel like the only person, you know, this quote, the only person you should be competing with is yourself in the sense to help you become better than you were the day before. It's all about this personal growth and evolution. It's like, it's literally impossible to compete with another human because your path is not the same as yours. It's like, we're trying to compete with one apple to another apple, but there's no two same apples, you know, like in the real world, if I'm comparing myself to my best friend, I'm trying to compare an apple to an orange. It's, it's not the same thing. We have different paths. We're walking different paths. We have different timelines. We have different lessons we're meant to be learning in this life. Like it's incomparable. So there's no need to compete with other people. It has nothing to do with you. Like other people's paths and journeys truly have nothing to do with you and vice versa. So there's no need to get lost in competition or again, feeling like if they're winning, you're losing. It's just all affirming that lack scarcity mentality and mindset of that. We can't all win. And when you're in that scarcity lack mentality, that's what activates your survival mode. That's what activates you acting from a place of need. And no one can do their best work when they're in a state of survival, when they're acting from a place of obligation and need. The best work is done from creativity, from expansion, from devotion, from love. Like that's when we produce our best work because we're vibrating at a higher frequency, you know? So that is another huge one for me. Number three, Number three, I think this actually is my biggest one because this is what I've actually really been struggling with in 2023 is paralysis by analysis. I am the queen of overthinking, like especially when it comes to projects with work and with LiFit. Like I am also a perfectionist, which you guys, my brother, I would define my brother as a perfectionist, like a big one. And so when he described me as a perfectionist, I was like, wait a minute, like what? Because I was like, how is the perfectionist calling me a perfectionist? And that's when I was like, am I lacking self-awareness? Like I didn't think I was a perfectionist until he told me that. And then I really reflected and I was like, oh my God, I am a a perfectionist. So, and I think it's a blessing and a curse. Like I think it, I... I like that it makes me produce work that I'm like 100% confident in and it makes me pour all of my energy and effort into projects, but it's not the best for like efficiency with things or actually getting stuff out because I will sit on projects for way longer than they need to and then they grow stale. And another great, um, I think, I don't know, as a quote or is in a podcast somewhere that I heard saying how... Um, ideas have a shelf life. And I think it's so true. Like there's so much to be said about acting, not in a haste, not in a rush, but acting in a timely manner to get things out while they're fresh, while they're hot. You know, it's the same thing. It's like, it's, it's kind of like me making food and then waiting to serve it until it's stone cold. It's like, this is still great, but like, it's not really hitting because I'm eating cold food. You know, it's like, rather than chefing it up, cooking it up, preparing it, getting all ready and, and serving it while it's hot. Like that's when it's fresh and ready. And, you know, it's just way more juicy and potent, you know? And so that's been a big thing that I really want to work on for 2024 is not getting stuck 
in overthinking and then having that what causing preventing me excuse me from taking action so paralysis by analysis has got to go if you've never heard that saying before it's essentially like you're paralyzed from taking action because you're spending so much time in the analysis mode of figuring out the how the when like figuring out all the technicalities like the best thing to do is just start and get it out there and kind of evolve and pivot and edit it as you go. Um, next out that I have, Ooh, this is a big one. And I kind of wanted to do a whole podcast episode on this. It's to release the fact of your mindset needing to be contingent or dependent on your outcomes in your current environment. This one is huge. I do still think I want to do an episode on this to really, really explain this rationale because I did post this on Instagram and I got a couple questions on what I meant by it. But essentially like the life that we're all living right now, like everyone who's listening, our current reality that we're living is simply, it's not a, it's not a compilation of the actions that we took yesterday or today because there hasn't been enough time for those actions to compound into a shift in our reality. So what we're experiencing today, what I'm experiencing today, the life I'm living today is a compilation of the efforts that I've made, the actions actions that I've taken over the last three to six months that have manifested and and accumulated into this reality right now, right? All of those actions that I took over the last three to six months, they've had time to compound. And now that's the why I'm living the life that I'm living, the way that I'm living, et cetera. So if you want to actually be living a different life, you need to obviously take different courses of action, obviously. In order to take different courses of action, you need to have different, you need to think differently, right? You need to have different thoughts, different mindsets to evoke that different course of action, which then accumulates into a different life. Because when I speak about manifest Manifestation, it's not like poof, waving the wand. Manifestation is more so about taking aligned action on your goals, coupled with belief to make something happen and energizing it with your belief. So what I mean by having your mindset not being dependent on current outcomes and environments, if I were today, if I want a different reality, I need to think more prosperous thoughts, right? But if I keep getting discouraged by my present reality, not aligning with my new thoughts, it's going to make me fall back into an old thought pattern because I'm going to say, okay, my new mindset isn't working. Clearly look at my still current environment. But if you do that, you're continuously just going to be reliving the past because you're not able to stay consistent enough with your new thoughts and mindsets, which lead to new actions, which lead to a new life. So in 2024, my big thing is I'm trying to go into it kind of with blinders on and not having my mindset be affected if you know I have outcomes that aren't in my favor or if I'm frustrated by the current environment that I'm living. I'm trying to not do that because it's just going to then negatively impact my environment and keep me creating the same thoughts and actions and repeating the same reality that I'm in. So I want to not take my current reality as proof for that my new reality is working out because my current reality is simply just a compilation of my past efforts anyways. So I want to be thinking prosperous thoughts and not be looking at my present reality for proof because it's going to take time for my new mindset to accumulate into new actions, to accumulate into new outcomes and new realities. That's going to take time and that's not going to show up in my present reality today, tomorrow or the next day. So that's a big one for me. I really hope that made sense because it's kind of life-changing for me. And I was explaining it to my boyfriend yesterday and I was like, this is the one, this is it. (laughs) Next one is another big one, shrinking yourself in your light. That has got to go 
we don't have time for it in 2024. I also was journaling about this one and I believe, I wish I remember what I said word for word, but I essentially was like, if I, if my light is shining too big for you, it's not my job to move. Like if I'm blinding you from my light that I'm emitting, it's not my job to move or to turn off my light or shrink my light. Like that's your job to step aside if it's too much for you. And I know people listening may feel like that sounds conceited or whatever, but for me, I think that's acting in your power and that's acting out of self-love and that's me being able to step into my full potential because again, I value myself. I love myself. I value my opinion of myself and my self image more than I value someone else's judgment of me. If I'm shining too bright and it's making other people want to dim my light, like they, that's their own issues that they need to sort out. Like that's kind of what I'm saying when I, Um, with my other outs that I kind of mentioned of how I want everyone to win this year. And I feel like by other people wanting others to shrink their light, that's them declaring that they don't want other people to win, right? They want other people to not tap into their potential. And for me, I just don't agree with that. I want everyone to win. So I want everyone to be shining bright in 2024. So I would never tell anyone to dim their light. So that's a big one for me because I tend to really do that. I'm way more confident when I'm alone, which sounds so interesting. Um, And even when I'm like in public, but alone, like if no one's with me, I feel so much more confident and I don't I feel like I've thought like I've struggled with that for quite some time and I'm curious as to why it is, but I always feel the need to kind of like fit in or I don't know, like be a chameleon to the energy in the room. I don't know if it's because I'm an empath maybe or something. I'm not sure, but that's a big one for me. Like I want to own my potential. I want to be unapologetically in my power. I want to be shining so bright that I'm lifting up the people who I'm meant to uplift and whoever I don't resonate with because I'm quote unquote shining my light too bright. Like that's not my problem. I don't need to be, we're not meant to be aligned at this time. And like, that's that and just leave it at that. Next thing is phone use while waiting in public. I've tried to work, like I started working on this before the new year because I just felt like I was like, this seems so unconscious. Like, and it seemed to me, it's like screaming, being insecure in your own company or being unfamiliar with being bored. And I just, I'm like, I don't really think I value that personally. So a big thing that I want to stop doing is scrolling on my phone. If I'm waiting in public for something, like I want to be able to sit there. I want to be able to look around. I want to be able to think, I want to be able to say hi to someone walking by. I want to be present in my surroundings. I want to be available and open to a stranger wanting to start a conversation. It's like, I feel like we've lost that so much in our generation because everyone, when they have a spare second is on their phone and we're not comfortable sitting in boredom. We're not comfortable sitting with our thoughts. We're not comfortable with observing. We're not comfortable with being present in the moment. We're not comfortable with starting conversations with strangers. And I feel like my best, like that's makes my day when I have interactions with strangers because something about it seems so divine to me because when you have your friends or your boyfriend or your family, it's like the odds of you having a conversation that day are so high. But so like these conversations with strangers randomly, at random times of the day just seems so unlikely in the sense of it just seems like it's divine intelligence working through or like the universe working through these people to deliver a message to me or whatever. Like it just seems so synchronistic and it just seems like magic to me and I love it. So I want to be more receptive to um, those interactions in 2024 by not using my phone while waiting in public or whatever. 
Okay, those are all my outs I wanted to talk about. So again, to clarify, those are all mindsets that we are not taking with us in 2024. I'm personally not taking them with me in 2024. You can join me if you would like. Um, But those are things that I'm working on releasing in 2024. And yeah, releasing them from my energy, releasing them from my mindset, habits, all that sort of stuff. So what I want to call in, what I want to embody, what I want to receive in 2024, what I want to call in, I don't know if I already said that, These are the list for that. Okay, so my 2024 ends. First one is intentionally choosing self-serving thoughts. This isn't anything new for any of us, especially if you're an avid listener to the podcast. This isn't new, but again, I feel like I, like I mentioned, I was a big... I was constantly focusing on what wasn't serving me. And at the end of 2023, I was really stuck in those non-self-serving mindsets. So in 2024, I really want to focus on constantly choosing to think things in a way that's always serving me, in a way that's positive. It doesn't even need to be positive, but in a way that's self-serving. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it doesn't need to be like, oh, everything's sunshine and rainbows. I can say, hey, this was really hard, but this taught me this lesson, or but this made me more resilient, right? I'm always trying to think about everything everything in a more self-serving way. And I feel like I got, I was not as diligent with monitoring my thoughts at the end of 2023. So 2024, I really want to be more intentional with how I'm thinking, more aware of how I'm thinking and choosing to think in a way that's very self-serving and prosperous. Next thing that's in is I want to bring good energy into the room in the sense of like leaving it better than you found it. This could be as so simple as when you're on a walk, you actually smile with a teeth. Another random thing, why do we always smile with no teeth to a stranger? It's like a little like, it's like commit. You know what I mean? Like I want to smile with my teeth and say hello. Like freaking commit, say it with your chest. Like I don't know why, and I'm guilty. I'm not saying this sort of like accusing when I do the same thing. It's like these little shy, like, hey, like half wave, like quarter of a grin, a little like mumble, like, hey, like say with your chest you know what I mean like why it's so and it like makes it more awkward like just I want it like it just seems so much more like again like to me that's someone in their power that's someone who is not afraid to take up space that's someone who is shining their light by being the one to smile with their teeth and say hello with a wave like to me I'm like damn that's like so I love that like that's so magnetic so that could be a simple sorry moving back yeah this could be as simple as you waving and saying hi to someone when you're walking this could be you when you're driving someone's crossing you in the street don't just stare into the abyss like make eye contact with them and throw up a wave when you're in the grocery store give someone a compliment give some a wave like make people feel seen and heard like there it's so fascinating when you think about our function of society nowadays like how we just it's so individualized and we just have so many interactions that we just pretend aren't there and if we were more awake and aware it's like you just passed another human being why wouldn't you say something like I just feel like that wouldn't be the case however many years ago you know so I think and you never know like if someone's having a bad day and they're just like see no one cares everyone thinks I'm invisible it's like I just feel like that's so special to make someone feel heard and seen and so I want to be better about that just with strangers and just trying to make each room I'm in better you know by making other people feel better and just more seen Next in that I have, and this has been an in for me, creating over consuming. Hello. Thank you very much. When we overconsume, this could be literally anything. When you think about it, this could be food. This could be shopping. This could be clothes. This could be social media. This could be TV. Overconsumption of anything eventually is self-deprecated, right? And it's all of this like 
so much of the human experience is expression, whether that's with your word, whether that's with your creativity, whether that's with your body, like expression is so important for the human body and the human spirit. Because if you think about it, I'm thinking about it like as an in and out channel, no pun intended of this freaking episode, 2024 ins and outs. But if we're constantly having the in channel have a bunch of freaking a flood of ins through the in channel of overconsumption of food, overconsumption of media, overconsumption of anything, right? There's going to be an imbalance, right? The in, the in outlet that that doesn't make sense. The in input is going to be completely overloaded and there's nothing going out of the output. So having more of a balance of not only consuming, but creating to express yourself, to have things go out of that output. Like that's when you're going to feel way more balanced and I don't know about you, but I personally feel my best when I'm creating, when I'm in a space of being in tune with myself. Because that's the thing, I create my best and I feel like the only way to create is when you're in touch with yourself, with your emotions or with your environment, when you're present. Like there's more things that come into play inevitably when you're creating something. And so I think spending more time creating, whether that's painting, drawing, reading, like, excuse me, painting, drawing, taking photos, posting on social media, just anything. And I find it so hard to create, especially something original or feel inspired by something I'm creating when I'm over consuming because there's no room anymore for those new ideas. And so much of ideas of creativity, of invention comes out of boredom, comes out of having time and space to think. So when we're constantly crowding our mind with this overconsumption, we're never giving ourselves the chance to think of something to create essentially. So that's a big one. We are creating in 2024 rather than consuming. Next one, kind of similar with the first in that I have, it's thinking of the best case scenario. Okay, I don't get it. Like why if we like to think of the worst case scenario, that takes the same amount of energy as it takes to think of the best case scenario. And the thing with that is you when you're chalking up the worst case scenario, there's nothing about it that's serving you. Like you wasted all this energy to chalk up the worst case scenario. Now you have no energy left to take a positive course of action because that was so draining, obviously, to think about the worst case scenario. And so now you're stuck in that worst case scenario. But if you take that same energy and you transmute it into something positive, into thinking about the best case scenario, it takes the same amount of energy, A, and B, since you're thinking about something inspiring, prosperous, hopeful, that's going to automatically, inevitably instill and generate more good energy within you to inspire you to take aligned action in that case. And I just don't understand like because all of these are hypotheticals anyways if we're thinking of we don't know obviously what's going to happen or what the outcome is going to be so why would we just automatically declare the hypothetical something bad rather than declaring it something of good like there is just truly nothing productive of automatically deeming a situation as bad or the worst case scenario when we don't even we can't even tell the future anyway so why would we be the why would we, excuse me, be the ones to deem that as something negative? It just doesn't make sense to me. And I think sometimes we think in the worst case scenario because we think like we're taught to think realistically or, you know, a lot of times it's vulnerable to think of the best case scenario because there's a fear of what if it doesn't work out and now we seem stupid. But it's like all those things are just purely valuing and being way too contingent on other people's opinions and validations or if we're scared to let ourselves down, like that's coming back to you just not simply trusting. Because if you're too scared to think of the best case scenario in case it doesn't work out and then you being upset, that's you not trusting that that outcome 
happened the way that it was supposed to. Like if you truly trust that things are happening as they're supposed to, you would never, you know, sure you can be bummed out. I'm not trying to sound like obviously human emotion for sure, but I think they're like, you can be bummed out, but that's different than being like absolutely wrecked. If this doesn't happen the way that you want it to, like, if you're thinking of a job offer, if you're scared to think that you're going to get it on in case you don't get it and you being really upset with yourself, like that's something where you just simply need to trust that like you weren't meant to get that job offer. So I think that's what helps me think more of the best case scenario, because I know that it's going to work out the way it's supposed to anyways. And so I might as well make my headspace a prosperous space while I'm in the interim of waiting for that answer. It just makes more sense to me to make it more of an inspiring, motivating place because also then you're training yourself to get used to just having this trust and knowing that good things happen to you. And that's the frequency and vibration that you start to embody and live in rather than living in the frequency and the expectation that shitty things always happen to you because you bet your life is going to be a compilation of that belief. Okay. Next one, we have three more, and the last one's kind of a fun one. Next one is acting from your intuition. That was another thing I feel like I really strayed away from at the end of last year, and I think your intuition is everything. I think your intuition is everyone's guiding moral compass that's within us that will always lead us to what's meant for us and what's best for us, but sometimes it's hard for us to hear. So sitting in silence more, doing little things to act on my intuition when I'm getting in this initial thought, instead of just dismissing it, acting on that right away, like those were little things that really helped me strengthen my intuition. If I'm having this little pull of like, oh, go to the grocery store. Like if I have to go to the grocery store and I'm getting this pull to go to this grocery store, even though it's three more minutes out of the way, like go to that grocery store instead of going to the practical one, the logical one that's closer. Or like if I'm having the urge to go to the bathroom at a certain time in a restaurant, like go, maybe someone in there needs help, like random things like that, that seem so small, just trying to act more on my initial internal nudges that I'm feeling definitely helps to strengthen that. And I think also acting more for my intuition in order to do that. I need to strengthen my relationship with God and the universe. And that of course is always on my list. Next one that I have is doing things that scare you. Perfect example of this for me is having podcast guests. I'm nervous. I'm scared. It makes me nervous to, to have guests on because I kind of explained in the beginning. Um, but that usually the things that scare you are pretty much like a big fat red arrow pointing to the things that are going to help you grow and expand and help you move towards your higher self. And I think that's a perfect example. Like obviously it's going to expand my skill set by having guests on. Obviously it's going to help me connect with other people in the audience by having different, you know, great minds come and speak on the podcast. So things like that help me. So like, I, I just think it's important or like sometimes people are scared to go travel a hundred percent. I've been there. You know, I'm going to Bali for my retreat. That seems a little bit scary to travel that far, but I know I'm going to absolutely love it. I know it's going to be so expansive. I know I'm going to meet so many amazing people. So that's the things with things that scare you because the ego always wants to keep you in a box. And so they're frightened by things that are outside of that box or outside of that comfort zone. But growth only happens outside of your comfort zone. So your higher self would choose the things that scare you because it's not necessarily scare you, scary, excuse me. It's just things that are expansive. And I think that's a really great way to reframe being scared of something. It's just a way to expand who you are essentially and expand your soul by going through 
new experiences. So with that being said, perfect integration, if you are wanting to do something that scares you or, you know, expand yourself this 2024 or do something to really choose your higher self to get out of your comfort zone and to really check off some of your new year's goals that you might have of traveling, meeting new friends, connecting deeper into yourself, working on your mental health, connecting deeper to your soul. A great way to do that is through my Costa Rica. Whoa, no, my Bali retreat, excuse me, that's happening this May. Um, the second to the ninth. It's an eight day long retreat. We are going to be doing so many beautiful things to explore the country of Bali. So there's definitely that traveling component. We're going to have time to do itinerary, excuse me, activities on the itinerary. We're doing waterfall hikes, doing a Balinese cooking class, um, snorkeling. So we're doing actual activities outside of that kind of retreat environment. But then we also do have those retreat components as well. We'll have about one a day or every couple of days. Um, I'm hosting two meditation workshops that we'll all be doing together. A couple of journaling workshops. We have one for affirmations and practicing gratitude. And we're also doing a group workshop. Uh, excuse me. A, why can't I speak today? You guys, I'm so sorry if you're listening and you want to shake me because I want to shake myself. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just, my mouth is moving and I just, I don't know. Anyway, um, and my brain can't keep up, <laughs> but we're doing a workout workshop was the other thing that I wanted to say. And my, like the, the connections that have were made in the Costa Rica retreats were something that were so, so impactful, so powerful. The girls are still in touch and it's been what, six months now at this point, six, seven months. Um, we're still talking, we're still connected and true friends really are, born from this experience, not only because when you travel together, you're bound to bond, but then also these vulnerable conversations and intimate moments that we have are super bonding, super powerful. And I know, you know, even these girls have said how life-changing this experience was for them. So if you're interested, I will link the um, trip page that's actually on my website because I also have some testimonials on there so you can hear some feedback from the girls that actually came to Costa Rica. Um, and I will say almost 30% of the girls that came to my Costa Rica retreats have signed up to come to Bali, which I feel like that speaks volumes of how much they enjoyed their experience to want to come again. Um, so again, I'll have that linked down below. But the next in that I have, this is so I don't know why I wanted to include this, why I felt compelled to include this in this episode, but freaking sourdough bread, sourdough, anything, you guys, I've been a sourdough fiend. I love sourdough bread and grass fed butter, please. Like I have been absolutely pounding that lately. Like it's so good. It's so, 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 so good. So high quality sourdough. Um, it's giving me so much energy. It's great. Cause it's more of a fermented dough and grass-fed butter. It's been my MO. So that's what's in sourdough anything. Like sign me up. If there's sourdough, sourdough English muffin, sourdough bread, do they make sourdough bagels? I don't know, but I would want one. Like anything sourdough, sign me the hell up. So that was, those are all of my 2024 ins and outs. Um, I hope this helped you kind of just get into a greater alignment for 2024, give your mindset right, you know, align your mind for 2024. I would totally urge you to journal on this. Like if you, like I would totally sit down and think about your 2024 ins and outs, like really reflect, try to have self-awareness, try to be really honest with yourself and think of like, what wasn't serving me in 2023? Like what mindsets were really tearing me down or kind of a cinder block to my foot? Like what was really not helping me in 2023? What do I want to leave behind? And then what do I want to bring with me in 2024? How do I want to act? How do I want to show up? What energy do I want to have in 2024 to help you guys live the most prosperous year yet? I think would be a really great um, 
journaling practice and journaling prompt for you guys as well, because I feel like I feel so aligned for 2024 because I took the time to write out my goals, list out my intentions for 2024. Like I'm such a big believer in all that because when you write it down, it becomes real. You can see it. It's organized. It's tangible. It's like the same reason why I need to write down a to-do list. It just is so helpful. So the affirmation that I have today actually came to me today when I was journaling this morning and it says, I am open and receptive to the guidance of the universe. I am open and receptive to the guidance of the universe. What a great one as we're going into 2024. I feel like, again, I really wanted to strengthen my relationship with the uni, um, strengthen my faith and my spirituality in 2024. And I really always pray for the universe to work through me, to help me work with divine consciousness, to spread that with the collective and spread that with you guys. So I really loved that affirmation that came through. I am open and receptive to the guidance of the universe because no matter what you believe, even if the universe for you is just your truest, highest self, like that's beautiful as well. And I truly feel like we all produce our best work. We're the most high vibrational. We are kinder. We are just more generous. We are more in touch. We're more grounded when we are close to our heart space, when we are close to our true self or your higher self or the universe or God, whatever you believe, whatever you label it. I feel like that's when we are truly our best selves and can help to make the world a better place as well. So thank you guys so, so much for listening to the first episode of 2024. If you guys enjoyed this podcast or have pretty much gotten anything out of it that's ever been valuable, I would really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review. It really helps this podcast grow and reach more people. It doesn't take very long. Also, if you want to screenshot this, share it with a loved one, family member, post it on Instagram. I love seeing who's watching and I'm wishing everyone the most abundant, prosperous, grateful, peaceful, blissful 2024. Um, I hope we all get closer to our true selves this year. I hope we can all have some more soul expansion and soul evolution this year. I hope everyone finds more peace and grace within themselves this year. And I hope everyone just lives life to the fullest this year. I hope you guys experience the things you're dreaming of experiencing. And I'm sending you guys so, so much love. And hopefully I'll see you in the next episode, which is next Wednesday. Peace out.